We're gonna be alright on a long, long road Where we'll end up, I can't say I don't know The light will shine bright and we'll know which way to go Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Monday Mornings at the Linden Lounge. I'm Rich Linden. I am your host. And guess what? It's Monday morning. This is like two episodes of my podcast in a row that are broadcast on Monday morning. So Monday Mornings at the Linden Lounge is actually truthful, at least for today. We're on a hot street just like the Kansas City Royals. So let's keep it going. So I want to catch everybody up. Today, we're going to be talking about something that's very important to me. Uh, something that popped into my head at four o'clock in the morning, and that is burning books. And I think someone said in the news that people are burning books in this country now, but I don't know. I don't watch a lot of news. Um, But I started thinking about burning books, and I'm like, you know what? I have a book. I have a book in my house that I think it's time to burn. Um, I'm going to give you a hint. It's uh, going to be burned today. I'm actually going to start it on fire. Well, not quite this book, but something uh, something close. Um, but burning books. Let me back this up and tell you how I came at 4 o'clock in the morning to burning a book. Um, last episode. Hopefully you guys listened to it. Thank you so much. We, got, we have 2,000 people watching and listening now, and uh, I just appreciate it greatly. I mean, this is today is actually day 151. Day 151 of me not having a job. Uh, I am in the business of spreading happiness, and there's no happiness. There's no sports. There's no weddings. There's no corporate festivals, concerts, whatever, as you all know. So thank you so much for sharing this podcast with everyone. Hopefully it will benefit a lot of people. Our last episode was talking about breaking up with a friend, and I told you I broke up with Charlie Brown. Now, I love the Peanuts. I really do love the Peanuts still, and I have a very good friend, a brother, like my inner circle. His name is Teal Smith. He is a native Alaskan, okay, and he sends me from time to time a Peanuts uh, cartoon that he knows I would like and appreciate, and I do. I do, but sometimes you have to decide if someone is making you better or worse, so last episode we talked about having to break up with a friend and although I talked about my fictional friend Charlie Brown I also have had to break up with real life people uh, in my life who were toxic and just or just didn't make me a good person and that was the episode now here's what's crazy two things someone slammed me I got my first hater and it freaked me out I couldn't believe this someone on Instagram live said uh, she said, I'm assuming it's a, a woman that she hasn't seen me for 18 years. And all of a sudden my podcast popped up and she decided to watch it and she couldn't believe it. And she said 18 years ago, she had to get me out of her life. She had to break up with me as a friend because I was a phony and I was a coward and I cared more about teachers and bullies and being popular with children than I did actually having real relationships. And it was so weird. So it freaked me out at first, and then I, I don't know what happened because I literally don't even know who this person is. And their Instagram um, sign-on was something weird, like totally bizarre. So I don't even know if this was real or not, but it was amazing. So breaking up with a friend, I'm like, yes. Um, so we continue that conversation, and I told my wife immediately. And something uh, through this COVID five months, have you watched movies? Have you watched TV shows? We have. Um, So we've been watching everything under the sun, everything. And we're running out of things to watch. And I said, 
there's another friend that I've had since I was 13 years old. I love this guy so much. I would like to try to model my life around this guy. And I asked my wife if she has seen all of his movies because there are like 23 of them. So I asked and she said, no, she has never seen all 23 James Bond movies. Let's watch them. So we started with Dr. No, of course, Sean Connery, who I always thought was the best James Bond ever. And you know what happened? We were watching and I realized this guy is a scumbag. He's raping women. He's uh, slapping people around. He was racist. Um, it was horribly discouraging. Um, and I decided I needed to break up with James Bond too, that this is not the person in my life. And I started thinking about all the manly macho things and all the sayings that I used to have, which brings me to books, book burning. Um, because I realized that I have a whole entire collection of sayings that I like to say. They're called richisms. And a friend of mine, Brother Matt Anderson, he actually uh, made them up, made a name for them. He called them the Book of Rich. So the Book of Rich is just a collection of sayings. And when I held up the Holy Bible, I just did that because there are people that have burned this throughout history. But I would put a cover on it, and I would call it the Book of Rich. And the Book of Rich is really perverted scriptures. Um things that I've said throughout the years thinking I was funny or trying to bring attention to something or an injustice, sayings and things that were perverted scriptures, things that I would take out of context so I could, you know, prove a point or make a joke or even all my James Bond things that were very misogynistic. Um, and when Brother Anderson called it the book of rich, I, at first I kind of thought it was funny. I'm like, yes, that's me. But through all of this COVID stuff, we've been squeezed, we've been transformed, we've really had to do some self-searching as an entire nation, um, as a church, and even individually. And I started thinking about this when we were breaking up with a friend. I started thinking about books, and I started thinking about the Book of Rich, and you know what? I don't, I don't like it. There's a time and place, I think, when you need to get rid of some things. They need to be done. And I was looking up research on book burnings. It goes back way back to like 300 BC. Um, Chinese dynasties would burn a whole entire selection of books. Um, the ancient Middle Easterns uh, in 1258, the nation of Islam, the, the Islam, they burned the whole entire library of Baghdad. I even found that you can go back to the Mayans and the Aztecs and Itzikuatl burned an entire library of Aztec Codex. So burning books, it's been around for a very long time. But I'm not really wanting to talk about published books. I read a lot. Four books a week. Four books probably a week. Um, especially the Bible and devotionals, but also other books, fiction, history, everything. But I really wanted to talk about the Book of Rich because I've kept it for a very, very long time. And I want to ask you this, if your life is a book and you have a chance to read it right now, are there parts of that book that aren't so good? Are there parts of that book that you don't like? And I realize there are parts of the book, of my book of life, of my book of rich that I don't like. If your book is really popular 
it gets several editions. You know, this 20th edition, 21st edition, and I really wanted to start examining who I am as a person. And that hater that called me out last week made me think, have I done something to someone 18 years ago, 15 years ago, eight days ago, whether it was intentional or totally unintentional, where am I at as a person? And what am I? And I started thinking about books. Now, this is really terrible. You shouldn't be like this, but I judge books by their cover. I really do. You've heard that forever. Don't judge a book by its cover. But when I go to a bookstore, I do. I pull out a book and I'm like, whoa, that looks like an awesome book because the artwork is really cool. And there are some books that I pull out and I'm like, dude, what a boring book. I'm not buying that book. I really do it. And if you look at your own book, I just took some time to think about the outside cover of your book. So if you had a piece of paper and you had 10 minutes and you wanted to really examine who you are, I would ask you this question. If you went out into your world, people who know you, how would they describe you? How would they describe you? So if it's your book, the book of rich or your book of life, what is on the cover of it? What do they judge you by? What are the stereotypes? What are the things that may be true? And I just started doodling on here. And I have some things on my book cover that are rock solid. I mean, I kind of drew a picture of me with my wild, crazy hair and sparkly shirts and a microphone um, and a huge smile on my face. And you know what? That's me. That is, I want you to see that, that I love, crazily love doing events. I love bringing joy to people either playing music or using my voice to announce a sporting team and pump them up. I love that. Um, I do love food. I have cooking. I was a regional finalist on MasterChef several years ago. I love to cook. And, of course, this all started with the Linden Lounge because we've served thousands of people over the years. My wife and I have served thousands of people. So I love that. But then I see some other things. Uh, I'm looking at... uh, Long road trips, people know. I If I could drive to Europe, I would drive to Europe. I don't like to fly. I don't like flying. I'm not scared of flying. I just love being on the road, especially with a good friend or family member. So that's some of my stuff on my book of life on the outside cover. Um, but then there are some other things I don't like. Um, some people would say I am a chauvinistic pig. Wow. Wow. Some people think that I am a concert-going, party-all-the-time dude that has to have people around. I can't tell you, even friends of mine that think that I'm an extrovert. And that's on my outside cover. Um, I've got stuff on here that made me think it's time to get rid of this. It's time to reinvent yourself and decide what's real. Um... So I started looking at who I really am and who I want people to see me as. And believe it or not, I'm not a chauvinistic pig. And I think I was trying to be funny all those years when I would point out, and I would even say, it's in the Bible. I've even done that to some of you on social media. Well, you know it's in the Bible. And really, my intention was to point out the stupidity of men and the stupidity of society and what we do. But at some point, maybe it's just not funny. Maybe it's just it's just time for that to be done. And when I realized at my Rotary Club, we had a guest speaker that before she even got up to talk, she called me out, 
basically said, I'm a chauvinist pig and no woman would really want to even be around me. Oh man, that hurt because the truth of the matter is I've spent 25 years of my life fighting for women, uh, girl power programs, women empowerment. Almost all of my clients and friends have been women throughout the years. Uh, lifting them up, any program. Of course, I raised a daughter by myself, a single dad, raising a girl to be a strong, powerful uh, woman, and that is my heart. So then when people say that's how, that's how they would describe me in my book, it hurt. It made me think maybe it's time. So I would ask you this today. If you have any time while we're doing this COVID stuff and you really could look at your entire book of who you are, I'd ask you two questions. Number one, is there a chapter? Is there like an editor's note or an author's note at the end of the book? Something that's secret that never has been published? Is there something you would love someone to learn about you, to know about you in your deepest heart? I, I realize that this purple shirts and stuff, oh yeah, they're fun to put on when I'm doing events or whatever, but it's a brand. It's an image. Really, I'm most comfortable just in track pants or overalls. I would rather sit in my backyard and pull weeds. Um, and I'm quite comfortable just being alone. And I don't like parties. I don't like concerts. In fact, I have crazy anxiety in crowds. Yes. If you think about it, I do this for a living. But usually, I am up on a stage or I have big surrounding uh, area. I have my own space. So if you have ever worked for me, I have a lot of 20-year-olds that work for me. They know I get freaked out in crowds, and I have a little body bubble. I don't like hugging and touching and being within my personal space. So that would be one chapter of my book. If I were to rewrite some things, I want you to know that I'm a personal, quiet person, that I'm actually an introvert, that most people don't see that, they don't know it. So what's your chapter? What part of your book of life have you maybe not shared i know it can be scary sometimes but what is it what vulnerable or what really thing that you're proud of that maybe not a lot of people know what part of your book needs to be shown and then the second question is what part needs to be edited out are there are parts that maybe you got to get rid of there are parts on my book of life my cover that I don't really like, and I am sad that people see me that way. Maybe it's time to change. This doesn't mean that we have to be politically correct all the time. It doesn't also mean that we have to be super concerned about how people see us. But when my friends, people I would go to church with, people I go to Rotary Club with, when they would describe me in ways that were unbecoming and not actually who I am, that's on me. That's on me. So today... We're going to burn this book. I'd encourage all of you to do the same thing. And as we leave this, I want to tell you a crazy story. We're kind of going back to Proverbs and raising a child up in the way they should go. And when they are old, they will not depart from it. And yes, this does have to do with books. So hang in there. Um, I've raised my nephew, Tony Linden. He is my son. I've called him son since he was six years old. He calls me dad. But we've had a tumultuous uh, relationship throughout our lives. And he has tried me sorely. He has changed his entire life this year. He has reinvented himself clean, sober, and incredible. 
and he and I are closer than we've ever been. And last week he came into town because uh, he's 28 years old, but he came in, he lives in Texas, but he came in town to visit and to tell me that he has been diagnosed with cancer, with oral cancer. And we had a good talk on the porch and the back deck, and we had a good cry, and he's in a good, peaceful place dealing with it, getting treatment in two weeks, um, going in for surgery. But that's not the point. As he was getting ready to leave, he said, Dad, Dad, I totally forgot. He said, I remember when we were little kids, you would read books to Haley and I every single night before we went to bed for like an hour at a time. We read all of the Lord of the Rings. We read all of the Little House on the Prairie books. Um, We read The Mouse and the Motorcycle. And he said, you especially read the C.S. Lewis Chronicles of Narnia, the entire series to Haley and I. He said, when I was in Texas, I was in a little flea market area and I saw the complete collection. And he said, I just wanted to buy it for you. And it's used. You can see it's tattered and it has notes in it. And he just said, Dad, I love you for everything you've done for us. You have changed my book of life. He said, I've changed my entire book, getting clean and sober, breaking up with friends that were toxic. And I just wanted you to remember the legacy that you did for Haley and I and books. So I have this old battered flea market set of the Chronicles of Narnia. So guess what I am not going to burn? That's right. I'm going to start reading this again tonight and remember God's love for us and God's desire that we have some joy and happiness in our lives. You are amazing. I talked way more than I thought I would, but thank you for sharing this. Every single week, we're just going to keep moving through our journey, getting better and supporting each other in love. Until next time, Monday mornings at the Linden Lounge. If you need anything, you reach out to me. I love your texts. I love your comments. I even like getting roasted, man. Put me on full blast if you want to, and we'll have a dialogue. Love you guys. Until then, I'm out. We're going to be all right on the long, long road. Where we'll end up, I can't say I don't know. The light will shine bright, and we'll know which way to go. Do, do, do. The sun comes down, and we'll feel the shine. I am so lucky I can call you mine. We'll be in this together, I know it'll be alright. Do, 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 yeah, we'll be alright. Do, 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 be alright. Do, do, do.